0: You must like the Packard Pokesat podcast. Of course you do. You're listening to it right now. Join us at our MeWe community and our new Discord server for chat and other discussions. And if you really like the show, please give it a five-star rating on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you.
1: On Packard Pokesat this week, we will be talking about Scientology made me do it. Only manly men get into heaven. Abolition of civil rights, Trump style. VA lawmaker plus Bible equals religious hypocrisy. Dark Dynasty dad and rude for rude awakening to reality. As long as schools tell boys to pig out, missionary John Chow didn't fall from this apple tree. But before we get to that, Here are some thoughts from Packard.
0: I live in Wisconsin, and like most people here, we have to drive in winter every year. Most people have one set of wheels that either pushes or literally pulls their vehicle along. There are many people that have four-wheel drive and feel when it comes to winter driving, they are gods of the road because of this advantage. Like the god or gods that most people believe in, the feeling of superiority ultimately ends up being a failure of reasoning. When it comes to religion and the belief in a god, when you are sliding off the road and about to end up in a ditch or worse, No amount of praying to that god or gods is going to help them. They still end up in the ditch regardless of what they believe or to whom they worship and pray. When it comes to winter and sliding into the ditch, you can pray that your god is going to reach out with a hand or something to pull you back or to stop you in midair to prevent you from going in, yet to this day still has not happened to anyone. If it had happened, it would be all over the news. As to anyone who claims it has happened is lying to themselves or is just selling false hope, And lies. Kenneth Wayne Thompson allegedly killed two people and burned down their house to destroy evidence that may get him the death penalty. But the thing is, here he's saying that the sentence is going to be too extreme since it was inspired by Scientology. Now, he's not arguing that Scientology turned him violent back in March of 2012, but he's saying that his belief in this religion of Scientology. Help explain his actions. In particular, he says his devotion to Scientology tenants led him on a 24 hour plus drive from his home in rural Missouri to the eventual murder scene in Arizona. I've never been to Arizona, but I've been through Missouri, and yeah, I could see why anybody that drives through Missouri would definitely be inspired to murder. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, that drive through Missouri, man, just makes you want to kill people.
0: It does. It really does. Anyway, the prosecutors say that his marathon drive helped show that Thompson committed the crimes with premeditation, an element of first-degree murder convictions they're seeking. The state of Arizona is going to ask for the death penalty. Thompson's attorneys are going to argue that the act was rational if understood within the lens of Scientology. Uh, okay... Thompson felt he needed to rescue a child, a nephew to his wife, because of the boy's spiritual well-being was at risk. Uh, what? (laughs) His spiritual well-being was at risk, so let's kill people. I've never seen that in Scientology before, but... I, I've seen a lot of shit like this uh, to regular Christians. Of course, I think yeah. Scientology Scientologists think they're Christians, too. But neither the boy or their sister were at home at the time of the killings. So I guess the nephew and the sister-in-law, eh, you're not home. Let's go kill some people instead. Eh. Jeez. Yeah, so obviously through the interesting legal maneuver explained by his accusations using Scientology, Thompson's effectively put the group in the spotlight. <laughs> really? Scientology has never been in the spotlight before, not for anything else, just this. Mm-hmm. And he's made it part of the case. I reached out to spokesman for the church of Scientology, Karen Powell. Not me personally, but I'm just reading the form of the article here. And she told me that the Arizona Republic article creates a false and misleading impression about Scientology and its beliefs. This is where
1: Scientology is pushing back.
2: Uh, this guy's a whack
1: job. I mean, Scientology's always been a call from what I've read, so I've, I can't, again, I'm not surprised.
2: I'm not surprised either.
1: I've always said that
0: all religions are cults. It's just a matter of uh, how far you want to take it, really.
2: Well, and some people take it to the extreme, and this is definitely to the extreme.
0: Right. The Scientologists from the church, like I said, they're distancing themselves from him on this point, and they're saying that their religion didn't cause this. And it it kind of reminded me a couple years back, there was an atheist that killed some uh, Muslim people, but that was definitely not because of atheism. That was because of over a parking space. And this guy here, he's saying... of the same thing they're saying that you know religion isn't responsible for this i think it really is because the fact is he says that he did it to protect quote unquote the soul of his nephew basically he said that his spiritual well-being was in danger somehow for some reason and so that i think directly is responsible for his actions maybe i'm gonna play
1: devil's advocate here for 30 seconds but sure i don't know much about the tenets of uh, yeah christianity uh, the tenets of Scientology, but I don't recall one of the tenets being killing people because of uh, that. You think their spiritual selves are in trouble?
0: On that point, I actually agree with you, Tony. But I mean, the mindset it put this guy into. It says, "Hey, I have to because of religion, I have to protect." His eternal soul, for you know reasons, he put him into this box, say, Hey, you know, I have to protect them because spiritual reasons. It doesn't really matter if it was Scientology or not in this instance. I think it, it could have been any other religion, it could have been Baptist, Methodist, Catholic, whatever. If you had put any of those other religions on there and said the exact same thing, we would be saying, Oh, yeah, it was actually done for this. But I do agree with you, there's no tenets as far as I know. Uh, I have not read the book of Scientology yet, but that would say you know to kill for to protect your children for reasons. But you do see a lot of that shit in the Bible, where they would say you know kill people who are gay, kill people who are witches, kill people who don't believe in the same religion we do, etc., etc. As far as well, like, I mean,
1: on the plus kill, side, at least. Kill, at least these children get their own planets.
0: I think that's Mormonism. You're thinking of the ones that get their own planets. I don't know what Scientologists get. They, I think they get uh, to, uh, I don't know, be in debt.
1: Oh yeah, for a that, billion- that's the Cthulhu people. Never mind.
0: Yeah, that yeah they get to, they get to, they get to uh, be in debt for a billion years. So that's all I know. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't understand why anybody would sign up to be in debt for a billion years. Because for one, you're not going to last that long, and it all it does is, you know, propagate the fact that your kids, 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 kids are going to owe the church, even if they want to or not. It's crazy. Yep.
2: Didn't we just do a story recently about a woman who killed her kids because God told her to?
0: We had talked about a story that had happened some number of years ago where a woman had killed her kids. I, I think her name was Yates. She had killed her kids because she wanted to uh, protect them, you know, send them to heaven because... God supposedly
2: told her to kill her kids. Yeah, I think that was the one. Yeah, uh, I mean it's the same thing. You know, these people are so brainwashed, and obviously they got voices in their head telling them to kill their kids or kill somebody for religious reasons.
0: Right, ridiculous. Right, exactly. That's why I was saying I would put that in the same category as the other religions because the religions are saying, "Hey, do this thing because of uh, religious reasons," and that's the same thing. He his mindset was, "Do this thing." Because of religious reasons. If he had been any Joe schmo that didn't just drive from Missouri to Arizona to kill somebody because they had an argument over the internet because of, you know, I don't know, red versus blue, and he drove out there to kill him because of that, I wouldn't even put religion even in the ballpark on this. But for this, right. re- for this, he's saying that absolutely he did it to protect his spiritual well-being so religion absolutely i think played a-, a part in this can't
2: make this stuff up
0: no you cannot make this shit up a christian website well you know nothing's good is ever going to come out of this when it starts out with christian website implies that <laughs> men acting effeminate won't get into heaven okay um effeminate effeminate so like it's a roundabout way to attack gay men you know mm. because there are some gay men out there that they, they do act flamboyant yes. flamboyant yeah flamboyant I'll, I'll go with flamboyant they act flamboyant so they overexpress or they overemphasize things and they kind of play it out you know and i'm not going to do it because i find i would think that would be offensive and i'm not so i'm not going to do that but they say that because if you act like that you don't get into heaven you know i, I have this other podcast it's called the atheist the bible no wardrobe you might I want to check it out sometime. And nowhere in there so far that we've read does it say that if you're acting effeminate, do you not get it to go to heaven? It just says you have to believe. That's pretty much the main requisite of getting into heaven is believing. This is just another pushback against the gay community in this instance. Oh, they now,
1: they're not dead.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Now, this came from the website from uh, John Piper's Desiring God. He tweeted out on this. He says, if we are faithful to the word of God, we will call men away from the sin of brutality. On that point, hey, you know, I actually 100% agree with that part of it. Actually, you know what? Not 100% because while brutality is not, I wouldn't call it a sin. It's just, you know, poor actions. But I, I understand the message on that part and I, I mostly agree with that part of it. But this part, he says something really bizarre, and this is where I really don't agree with him, obviously. We also call them away from the sin of effeminacy. So you don't want them to fight, but you don't want them to be gay. So I guess what? What would that make somebody that's doesn't want to fight and not gay? What do you call somebody like that? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. A New Yorker. A New Yorker. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm walking here. What you doing? Hey. Um, Anyway.
2: New Yorkers are tough people. (laughs) Yes, they
0: are. (laughs) Now, does the Bible even say anything about that? Or will Greg Morris have to twist some verse to support the obvious homophobic and transphobic mindset? According to the, the article here, it says that some teachers can no longer say boys and girls in classroom in some schools, districts. Men can go into girls' locker room simply with a note from a parent. Oh, this is from his website, this, this dipshit's website. Recently, actress Kate Hudson shared her plans to raise her daughter, Ranny Rose, with a genderless approach. What a sad time to be alive. No, I completely disagree. This is a great time to be alive. The only people that make it a sad time is people like this dipshit. He goes on to say, but not only sad... Also dangerous and rebellious. Uh, Where has he been for the last fucking 200 years? Has he not understand or studied history? This country was founded on rebellion. We rebelled against the English and their rule, and we became United States. If it wasn't for rebellion, we would be the United Englands, United State of England. Right. The first part where he says teachers no longer could say boys and girls in the classroom. You know, I haven't been in school a very long time, and... My kids have been out of school for quite a number of years now. But I've never seen or heard anybody saying, Hey, boys and girls, okay? Or just say... Hey, kids, hey, children, you know, doesn't matter. If they say boys and girls, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, not going to offend anybody because they're kids. They don't really don't care. Right. Exactly. Apparently a couple of years ago, a Nor- one North Carolina school recommended using genderless neutral language, but that was about it. It's the typical Christian. Here's the mountain. Here's the molehill. We're going to go from the molehill to the mountain. You know, we're going to try to make this as big of a deal as possible for no goddamn good reason.
2: And they do it. Yeah. And they appra- don't care
0: exactly and it's not like the teacher they
2: they want to get their point across and they'll do anything nothing will stop
0: them right and it's not like a teacher was fired for saying boys and girls suggesting otherwise is a lie just like saying boys can just waltz into a girl's locker room where the parents give him permission to say it's okay that's not how it ever works ever that was from the website there they're playing this transphobic card here where a number of years ago we had even well maybe in last year you know we had the everybody was like well i not, I'm just saying, I'm just presenting it as if I was me. I'm not comfortable in my own skin. I don't feel like I'm a guy or whatever like that. This is the, the narrative that they're going with. It's like, okay, well, I could just say one day, I want to feel like I'm a girl or something. You just want to write me a note so I can go into the girl's locker room. That's it. That shit's not happening. That shit is just not mm-hmm. happening.
2: And it's the whole thing with the transgender thing, too, about the bathrooms.
0: Yeah, that's exactly where I was going. Thank you very much. You You, you crystallized it.
2: You know, they, they always say, oh, well, you know, it's just men trying to get into a woman's bathroom, vice versa. It's like, come on, really?
0: I keep thinking, what year do these fuckers live in? Do they live in 1900s where everybody is all dressed up constantly and no one gets naked ever and everybody sits there wonders? Do they not have access to Pornhub? I mean, seriously, I mean, you can go... <laughs> You can go online and you can see what the other gender looks like that you're interested in 24/7 anywhere on the internet. Right. The internet is made of porn. Porn
2: porn porn.
0: Yep, this is from the website. This is also I'm not sure Jesus is the best example here to use about when we talk about true masculinity. He just laid down on the cross like a loser, you know. Didn't even try to fight back. Didn't defend his flock with a hailstorm of bullets from an AK-47. <laughs> Was exactly known yeah. as a ladies man. And then there's the long hair.
1: To be fair, Kid Rock has or had long hair, and he was the manliest man ever in the '90s. Yes, yes, he was.
0: He uh, he had very long hair, and yeah, he was very buff and everything like that. He he always come out, as far as I've seen, a few uh, short clips. He'd be like coming out on stage and then start ripping his shirt off, and he he was. Uh, like six packed and shit, and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I
2: I'm thinking. Yeah. And then you had all your rockers from the seventies, you know, that all had long hair, right? Ozzy Osbourne, it was the thing, you know. Yeah. And then even even in the eighties, hair bands.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. How long your hair is doesn't say how masculine or feminine you are. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of guys out there that have short hair. Matt here, he's, you know, you can see he's he's uh losing his hair on the top there. And I'm losing my hair a little bit. It's working its way back because I, I'm sitting here. Ooh. I'm sitting here going, "Yeah, Tony, <laughs> you're young yet." Uh, but Bob, the reason why I'm losing my hair is because I keep taking my hands to my face and going, "Run my hair hands up my head." Going, Oh, these damn Christians!" So <laughs> pulling my hair out.
2: No, you're actually pulling your hair out.
0: That's what I was just saying. I was, I'm pulling my hair out all the way up. You know, I
2: pulled out enough of mine.
0: Yeah, I see that. You've you pulled out a lot of yours just listening from these stories because you had a full head of hair when you first started. So. I did? <laughs> <laughs> Matt had an afro. It was an afro,
2: actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never had the afro, but I did have a mullet back in the 80s. There so. you go. I'm
1: old. Oh, nice. Go <laughs> to <of> my dad.
2: <laughs> Everyone had a mullet back then.
0: Yeah, it, it was the mullet time. So
2: that's right. Uh, my, my dad, I'm actually, proud of my it. dad
0: actually had a mullet at, on his wedding day, <laughs> as a cake. Everybody t- cut into the mullet. You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, this guy is just—he's just using this as, as an excuse to hate against gay people. It's just a roundabout way of doing it. It's just total garbage. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, Trump praised religious leaders for achieving the abolition of civil rights apparently trump was at the national prayer breakfast and maybe he misspoke but he basically flubbed his line now all the presidents since the prayer breakfasts have have uh, been a thing presidents have been speaking at these things and trump doesn't read if it's not on one page and it doesn't say his name fucking five times on that single page and you can talk to anybody else that's out there that knows about this kind of shit that that deals with trump knows that he doesn't pre-read his stuff he's kind of tries to play it off the cuff and then he I think some of it sometimes when he goes to read stuff it just comes out like blah 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 blah. So anyway <laughs> I don't know. He apparently flubbed a line. <laughs> 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 okay. So anyway <laughs> So during the national prayer breakfast, Donald Trump flubbed the line and said that the religious groups were responsible for the abolition of civil rights like i said he probably misspoke but he's not entirely wrong though while there have been undoubtedly christians fighting for civil rights throughout history it's faith-based groups which now serve the largest obstacles to lgbtq rights and gender equality and actual religious freedoms it's conservative christians The ones who surrounding Trump who falsely claim that being transgender is still a mental disorder and same-sex marriages don't count. So basically, he he wasn't completely wrong, even though he he did flub his line. He's not completely wrong because Christians in this country are pushing back against being progressive. And I was listening to something this morning on this very thing, and there are a lot of Democrats that go to this national prayer breakfast. And these are people who are like Nancy Pelosi, for example, who say that they you know they're for women's rights and whatnot but this national pair group is put out by the family and this group is anti-gay they take a lot of this money and it goes overseas to other countries that put through these anti-gay laws out there and it doesn't help anybody because from what i understand is that if you want to get into the european union you have to be open and inclusive to everybody you have to be able to give rights to everybody but if they don't and they go and they say they start making these anti-gay laws well that just puts them into the, the influence of eastern civilization where like the influences of like putin and whatnot because you know if they can't join the eu because they're not all inclusive then that puts them in the political sphere of russia and whatnot so there's a lot more invested on this then just say, hey, you know, these religious people say, hey, we don't like gay people because religious reasons. By going to these prayer breakfasts and everything like that, these Democrats that are involved with this, even though they say they're for progressive rights and whatnot, they shouldn't be attending. If they are that progressive, they shouldn't be attending this goddamn shit. Exactly. They shouldn't even have it, to be honest with you. Exactly.
1: I, I completely agree. Why do we have national prayer breakfast anyway? Or we're supposed to be a secular country.
0: Yeah, I agree. We we're supposed to be a secular country, so I don't understand why they are even allow this shit to happen.
2: But the funny thing is that Trump is playing the religious group. Or the the religious community because he's not religious.
0: No, you're no, you're absolutely correct. He's not religious. He doesn't know anything about
2: religion. Right.
0: The only thing he knows. He's just is-
2: using it to get reelected in twenty twenty.
0: Exactly. It's, there's that old saying that religion is regarded by the common people as true. The wise is false and by the rulers as useful. So basically to put it in a modern sense religion is re- regarded by the common people as, you know, as true by people who don't believe in a god as false and by the politicians as useful. So and that's exactly what Trump is doing here. He is using religion as being useful for his own political gains. He's
2: using it to his advantage.
0: Exactly. It's like for example, there's all these uh, religious nut jobs out there they're saying, "Hey, we got to protect Trump. We got to pray for Trump to stave off the hordes of witches or whatever who are praying against him i mean this is no different
2: from that then really i know i got in an argument with my boss about that (laughs) oh
0: really how'd that go
2: (laughs) (laughs) not too well let me put it that way. Oh, okay, we've had yeah, some very yeah, interesting that, uh, arguments lately. <laughs> mm. I
1: normally I don't quote Stalin, but I think at least I think it was Stalin who said that uh, religion is the opium of the masses, and that's definitely true in America right now.
0: Oh yeah, no, I now at that point I actually agree. Yeah, religion is definitely the opium of the masses because the fact is, you know, they use it to explain away why they did certain actions. Well, religion told me to do it. God told me to do it. You know, or in some cases they'll say the devil make me do it. But the fact is, it's still part of their same religion. So right. So, so, their heads. Yeah, it's all in their heads, exactly. Now, one other thing here, real quick, is that the Trump administration also gave a Christian-run government-funded foster agency permission to discriminate against non-Christians and same-sex couples. So, if basically is if this was a religious organization that was taking care of kids that said that needed homes and if you were gay or jew or anything other than christian or they just didn't like your haircut i guess they would say hey you're you don't fit the qualifications to have a child and yeah. it's it's ridiculous they would rather that a child go to a christian home versus anybody that's gay or bisexual or anybody that's not a christian or anybody that doesn't follow their <laughs> uh, belief structure and that's just goddamn garbage if you're putting your religion above the well-being of a child to get into a good home it doesn't matter if they're gay or atheist or Jewish or or whatever, if they meet the other qualifications, there's no reason why you should be able to. And you you know what? And I heard this argument today, and I partially agree with it. They said, if you want to do that, you go right, you can go and do it, but you don't get tax money out of it. Then you are a completely self-sustained private organization at that point. No tax money for you. If you want to discriminate, then you don't get tax money because the money that's coming from Ranger, that's coming from Matt, coming from me, coming from every American in this country that says Hey, you're using my tax dollars to discriminate, I say no. You're not allowed to do that. You're not having my tax money. And I like I said, I mostly agree with that. It's like
2: the state of Florida. They don't allow I don't, I believe that they don't allow uh gay people to adopt kids. Yeah, there's a lot of states like that, unfortunately. Yeah, and, and that's wrong.
1: Right. Two things. Um I was gonna say to your point, they I mean they would probably rather that child spend their uh, adolescence until they turn eighteen, um, that their entire life in an orphanage than go to a loving gay home. Right. And this may be somewhat related, but did you did, did you two manage to see? I think it was Ellen Page on the on the Colbert Show, like her her awesome reaction to Mike Pence.
0: No, I didn't actually.
1: No. Oh my god! It was, I, I showed it on Facebook. I was not sure if you two had seen it. Or not. But yeah, she said that when, you know when it comes to people like Mike Pence, when you spend your entire career hating a certain group, what do you think is going to happen? People are going to kill themselves, and people are going to get beat in the street. This shit needs to stop.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with you on that point. Yeah. So. I do too. Basically, so even though Trump screwed up the line, he wasn't completely wrong because they are actually abolishing our civil rights. He was being honest and he really didn't know he was being honest when it came to that. And I really think he doesn't care, to be honest. Nah, he he doesn't.
2: Yeah. He only cares about himself.
0: Oh, exactly. Now, Virginia's been in the news a lot, and this one didn't make the big headlines. But a Virginia lawmaker said that he's behind a Bible bill, but he says he won't support a similar bill for the Quran. State Senator Charles Carrico, C-A-R-R-I-C-O, Carrico, whatever his name is, Yo, karaoke. Karaoke. Karaoke? Like karaoke. I'm going to call him karaoke here. No, no I'm not going to call him karaoke. You know why? Because I like karaoke. Karaoke's fun. This guy's not fun. So anyway, he's one of several Republicans across the country to introduce a project blitz inspired in piece of legislation to push the Bible in public schools. His bill, SB 1502, would force, that's key here, force mm-hmm. public schools in the state to offer Bible courses to the students. If you're going to have religion in schools you either teach all of them or you don't teach any of them and i think the class should be an option not demanded that you are taught the bible exclusively and the thing is because that goes to the whole first amendment here doesn't this guy understand what the first amendment is it is the fact is the separation of church and government because the reason why we don't allow the religious people to teach kids in school is because you have a captive audience they're not allowed to leave they're not supposed to leave I mean, if you go in there and say, hey, God says that you have to do this thing, and there's going to be some teachers out there that agree with this kind of message, and they're going to try to shove their beliefs down their throats. And I've said this on this show multiple times. This is what religion looks like when it's dying. When you have to force your religion down the throats of the people who are in your charge to believe as you believe your religion is dying. If your word is true, you don't need to force your religion. Down people's throats to make them believe
2: it. Well, and that's the whole thing. I mean, there, since religion is a, a dying thing these days, they want to bring it back by forcing it down your throat, and that's going way too far. Yeah, exactly. And putting it in the schools? No. No, 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 no. Exactly.
0: Now, the bill also calls for religious neutrality, forcing such classes on districts, regardless of of the student interest already shows a favoritism towards Christianity. Now, his Democratic colleagues actually called him out on this during a debate on the Senate floor. Senator John Edwards pointed out to him there are a number of religions that are non-theistic, so promoting God in schools violates the First Amendment, which I just said, and the Virginia Mm -hmm. State Statute for Religious Freedom written by Thomas Jefferson. Carrico, not surprisingly, said his bill violated neither one because lying in the name of Jesus is always permitted, I guess. So, anyway. (laughs) Wow.
2: No, it isn't. He he took it to that level, huh? Yeah, exactly.
0: Near the end of the video, Senator Janet Howell asked a simple question. Would Keriko back a similar bill to teach the Quran in schools? His response? Hell no. Of course not. Because it's his religion he wants to shove down people's throats. He wants freedom of religion for his religion. When these right-wing nutjobs and Christians out there say they want freedom of religion, they're lying. They don't want freedom of religion for all religions. They want freedom of religion for their religion. They want to be able to push their agenda. They want to push their doctrine down people's throats. To teach anybody else's religion, that's a oh, hell no. I'm, I don't want my kids learning the Quran. I don't want them learning the Book of Mormon. I don't want to learn the, the tenets of Scientology. I just want to learn hey, Jesus died for you, and you're to fucking just believe or burn. <sighs>
2: We need to get rid of these people.
0: Yeah, I agree. Vote well, them out. Exactly. I agree. Actually, you know, there there is a thing on the books. Is we're not supposed to have religious tests in this country. And you know what? I think, and I've said this before, I think we actually should have a test for religion in this country. But the thing is, it should be, if you are super religious like this and you feel like you want to push your religion down people's throats, then you don't get the goddamn job. Right. This is a secular nation and it should remain secular if you want to push your goddamn religion down people's throats go sit in a goddamn pulpit and push it on people who actually want to be there but if you want to do it in our schools you're just not going to do it period end of discussion so those people should not be allowed to have a job in government if they want to push their goddamn religion exactly the exact quotes here he says how old she asked him i would ask the senator if we bring a bill next year for the quran will he vote for it and Carico said I would answer the gentle lady that no, I will not vote for it, just like she won't vote for this one. So it's not a matter of, okay, if you're not going to vote for my bill, I'm not going to vote for yours. When it comes to dealing with fucking Republicans, you can't deal with them. Okay, well, if you do this for me, you can do this for me. They're going to go around and say, well, I got what I wanted, so fuck off. You can just go sit in the the corner and go stuck your thumb up your ass because i'm not going to uh, help promote anything that you want it's just when as soon as i get what i want out of this then fuck everybody else
2: well that's what happens when you're a christian nationalist exactly
0: and the thing is he acted like it was a drop mic moment but it wasn't so she's not voting for his bill or i would imagine that she suggested because there's no reason for public schools to act like replacement sunday schools leaving the religious education to families and churches let the district spend their money hiring educators and classes students activity they want to or need to to take Take. But but you put a, a nice pin on it there, Matt. That, that he's voting for the bill because he's a Christian nationalist, right? And
2: and that's how these Christian nationalists are they—they're—they're they're tough as nails. They want their own thing and nothing else.
0: Yeah, you know, and I'm not even gonna say they're tough as nails. This is the Christian Taliban. They're basically right. Christian it, it's Taliban. It's either their
2: way or no way. Right,
0: exactly. I am so done with these Christian people in our government pushing their goddamn agenda. We need to vote these people out. But the problem is that we are still over 70 80 percent in this country people who are religious and Christian for that matter and they keep right. putting these idiots into place because they become religious extremists and they push in their goddamn religion down everybody's throats and they say hey i want you to push your religion down into everybody else's throats that are, it's around me because i don't want to feel like but anybody's even different from me everybody should be the same as exactly. i and believe believe the same thing i do
2: separation of church and state yes it's it
0: and the senator is wrong pushing a bill for religion into schools definitely violates the first amendment i can't speak for the constitution of virginia i've not read it but i I do know the first amendment and that is definitely a a violation of the first amendment
2: but that's what i said about the christian nationalism they don't care what the constitution says it's what they want right exactly and that's why i said you know it's either their way or no way Right. Or, or their way, or their way. Right, exactly. You know? And if they don't get it, they're going to be kicking and screaming.
0: Right, like fucking little baby trumps all over the place yep
2: obviously you see this more because you have trump because now trump is all buddy buddy with the religious community so
0: well he's pretending to be buddy buddy with a religious well, community. right
2: no i i understand that the, these people are so dumb they'll believe anything trump says basically right now they're in their glory right now yeah they think about it
0: and there's that quote he says
1: i love the poorly educated
0: i love the poorly educated because he knows that they'll vote for him and they did vote for him and mm-hmm. the poorly educated they believe this stuff without question.
2: Right. They're not free thinkers, you know? They they don't think for themselves. They just believe everything they hear, and that's how they live their lives, apparently.
0: Yeah. Do you really like the Packard Pokeset Podcast and want to help keep the show running? Then please donate to the show over at paypal.me slash packardpokesat or over at patreon.com slash Thank you very much for your donation. We had some comments from the last video of Season 10, Episode 2, Don't Inject Semen, because Jesus told me to. <laughs> Uh, We had a comment from Practical Magic 9, and she said, that guy in the Ferrari went off the deep end for sure. Uh, Herc Grants said, I'm betting that the Ferrari guy's insurance company isn't going to pay. There isn't no sanity clause. Yeah, so, and I'm sorry, Virginia, there's no Santa Claus either. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Another comment here from Practical Magic 9 said, Harold Camping was that end-time rapture guy who told people to sell what they owned, and to promote his stuff. She's right. I did forget. I said Camp L, I believe. But it was uh, Harold Camping. So that was the guy's name was Harold Camping. Another one here from Hurt Grants, so, and you know, we were talking about the movie Real Genius. He says, Real Genius is over 30 years old. And he's right. It is over 30 years old. I did say it was in the video. I said it was over 20 years old. And 30 is definitely bigger than 20. So we were both right. <laughs>
2: I said it was over 30 years.
0: Yeah, you probably you. I think you said it was actually over twenty, so, um, and I said it was, I'd have to go back. I have to. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly. I, yeah, yeah, I think it
2: was. Yeah, but it it was mid '80s. I think.
0: Yeah, it was mid '80s. I know it's, uh, it. It doesn't feel like it was so long ago, though. You know, it was either mid '80s or yeah, late but then '90s. When you
2: really think about it, it's like damn.
0: <laughs> I know. I. <laughs> I know we're it's, getting old. Yeah, shh! Don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: Well, no, it's like when you hear a song on the radio, you know that you heard back in the '80s. It's like, oh my god, that was like 30 plus years ago.
0: Yeah, I know. I it's I you know, I don't where, even think where did the time go. Exactly. I don't even think Ugh. about it, to be honest. It was like, hey, I like this song. It was like back in the eighties or whatever, like, but I don't think of the time it was made. To me, I don't know if it's just a human thing or just me, but sometimes I I play songs like I feel like it just came out just a couple days ago or something like that. <laughs> Every time I hear yeah. it. So it's like, Yeah, I get to hear the song again. Like it just came out like last week, but it's like thirty years old. <laughs> Or older. (laughs) Duck Dynasty dad. He goes, I don't need national health care because God made me mortal. Let's just pretend for fucking five seconds here. Okay, God made you immortal. You don't need national health care. We weren't made immortal, so we need national health care. We would like to have health care because, hey, motherfucker, we're not immortal. And actually, Duck Dynasty dad Neither the fuck are you, dipshit. That's Phil Robertson, by the way, if you're not familiar with this dipshit. Said last year that the Bible could prevent murder, which he's obviously never read the goddamn Bible because the Bible... Actively promotes murder in money places. Has an ultimate health insurance plan immortality. Now, he made comments several days ago during an interview with Fox Business host Neil, Coverto, Neil
2: Cavuto.
1: Co- Cavuto. Cavuto.
0: While pushing back against presidential campaign Senator Camelia Harris, whose platform included single payer health care. First off, I've heard some stuff about the senator, and yeah, she's a Democrat, but I don't think she's the right Democrat for this job, honestly, because I have serious issues. With some of her policies, and that's my main concern with her. But anyway, he says, I already have health care. It's given to me by God. Eternal health care. I'm guaranteed to be raised from the dead. I have life and immortality. (laughs) given to me by God through Jesus Christ. The temporary reprieve is not worth it. I'm telling Harris, that's in brackets, I have eternal health care and it's free. Doctors can give you a little temporary reprieve, but they cannot save you from physical death. The doctors who treat you, they die too. Oh, God damn. Holy <laughs> shit. The fact is, you because you believe that you're going to be resurrected after you die doesn't mean we don't want to have a quality of
1: life now. I guarantee you if this guy got bit by a poisonous snake, he would be going to a hospital looking for the antivetam. Yep.
0: Exactly. I was just yeah. about to say that, actually. I bet you this motherfucker has been to the doctor more than once. If I ever hear of this motherfucker breaking a bone or anything like that, and if they say he went to the emergency room, I will fucking mock the shit out of him. Not that I'm not Gonna mock him now, but I'm going to fucking say, hey, you said that your God was made you immortal. It was a a
2: temporary reprieve.
0: Exactly, it's a temporary reprieve. So why the fuck are you going to the doctor, you dipshit? (laughs) Well, that's because he wants to push his agenda for to say, hey, don't anybody else go to the doctor. No one else should be healthy. Just fucking me. People, like I said, it goes back to that quote where I've said before religion is regarded by the common people as true and the rulers as useful and he definitely doesn't fall into the category of being the wise he is playing against that and anybody who actually follows that that says hey you don't need to go to the doctor because when you die you're gonna live forever or you think you're gonna live forever is bullshit
1: exactly this is why people don't watch corporate media anymore because they invite people on who let's be honest phil robertson i highly doubt that he has a degree in political science or journalism or economics so why, why is he on a business show
0: i don't know because he's religious that's why and fox news likes to push a right-wing religious agenda any way they can they, they know they can't fire him for it but they will certainly play off using that kind of mentality saying hey, these common people here, they believe that religion is true, so let's get somebody that's ultra-religious up here to promote this religion. Basically, he's saying that the, the temporary reprieve isn't worth it, but the reprieve can last several years, decades even. It's definitely worth it to people who don't want to waste their time that they have on this earth, especially when many of those lives can be saved from modern health care our children. By saying health care is unnecessary, he's effectively saying that people should suffer in this life. And there are people out there that are like that. Mother Teresa, for example, she. thought that people should suffer for their religion and for her she would see somebody in pain and she's like oh well you're suffering for god But when she got sick, she got treatment. It's always okay for them, but it's not okay for the common people. Because they want to be the ones that get the health care. They don't want to be the ones that allow other people to get health care. The article here continues, said, If, God forbid, Robertson was diagnosed with cancer tomorrow, I wonder if he'd stay true to his word and resist the option for chemotherapy. He says in the interview he's done just fine without health care for 50 years. That is a logical fallacy, you know. It's like a personal experience fallacy. My grandfather smoked 60 cigarettes a day every day and he lived to be 96. Okay, so what? Just because you claim that you've never been to the doctor or whatever reason doesn't mean that, hey, just because you do it doesn't mean it's possible for everybody. I get the same kind of mentality from my boss. I don't feel comfortable driving out in this goddamn ice storm. Well, I used to do it and I get made out just fine i don't give a shit it doesn't mean anything that's you asshole
1: that's not me i'm not you that's the same thing for everybody else i'm sorry um this may be a personal story but i used to deal with having the same arguments with my father because i didn't have much of a social life in high school and you know, again he would just pretty much come at me and say oh well when i was your age finally i just snapped at my own father and said look asshole i ain't you Okay. Exactly.
0: I try not to. i I tried desperately hard not to do that with my kids. Like when I was your age I was doing this. Yeah, but that's me. That's my experiences. That's not gonna be your experiences, you know.
2: Everybody has their own experiences in life.
0: Right, exactly. We are not formed from a cookie cutter and then sent down the assembly line and it's gonna have the same experiences. Even cookies don't have the same experiences, to be honest. I mean I
2: you... have the same experiences with cookies. But <laughs> I don't
0: know. Yeah, but the cookies don't. The cookies don't. Oh. Because some might get eaten by people, some might get dunked in milk, some might get dunked in chocolate, some might be fed to a goat. Some might just end up on the highway along the side of the road, never eaten by anything else but insects. See, not every cookie gets treated exactly the same, just like people don't get treated exactly the same. Just because the experience is going to be different, even
1: for goddamn cookies. And just like strippers have different experiences. (laughs) Right.
2: (laughs) I I, I do like dunking my Oreos in milk, though. See, there you go. The
0: article here continues, but insurance of any kind by definition usually seems to be a waste of money until the very moment you need it. And, yeah, that's pretty much it too. So.
2: Well, I'm sure that uh, you know that show Duck Dynasty, I'm sure those guys probably made quite a bit of money. Oh, yeah. So if they have to go to the hospital for anything, they can pay for it themselves.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And I guarantee you that they will do it. They will try to make it as quiet as possible. I bet you if any... Oh, of course. I bet you those people, they would, in their videos... I've heard anyway that they they would go out duck hunting. You know, what if one of those people had gotten shot or hit with a bullet or some spray from a twelve gauge. You know, the pellets that come from that. You know, I bet you they'd be the first to the hospital. They'd be going, "Oh shit, got to get you to the hospital quickly." Yeah,
2: there are definitely some hillbillies.
0: Yeah, that definitely. He's a fucking hillbilly, and why we're putting this goddamn hillbilly on on the air is beyond me because he made a bunch of duck calls and he made a bunch of and made a TV show. Therefore, that makes him some kind of authority. Bullshit. Well,
2: hey if you're famous you'll you'll do anything yeah and the thing it's is brainwashing
0: exactly and some people because they're famous they will listen
2: to them right maybe it's to, to get more views and to, just to stir the pot yeah pretty much that, that's what happens these
0: days yeah, this is really bizarre. I, I don't understand where this is coming from. Girls are only allowed to eat when the boys have had their fill. So the guys get the pig out until they get completely full. It's like I could just imagine there's going to be some asshole that's going to be sit there at the table. And the girls are sitting there going, hey, we'd like to eat. No, I, I got room for one more bite. You know there's going to be some jackass that's going to do that kind of shit. When I was younger, everybody else at the table was already done eating. I'm still sitting there eating. And my stepfather at the time was... Why is it there to take you over an hour to eat? Everybody's been done for over 45 minutes ago. Well, because I like to enjoy my food. I want to eat. I eat slowly so I can enjoy my meal. But he couldn't understand. He couldn't understand that shit. So, but I didn't make everybody else wait for me to for me to finish eating before everybody else could eat everybody ate now he was just the last to leave the table that's all anyway the school is in Birmingham in England and has come under fire for a remarkable act by the gender segregation the muslim school will not allow girls to eat lunch at, until the boys have finished also uh, of chief has told the MPs allsted in the UK office of standards and education Ella... Hirajad School in Birmingham is still segregating boys and girls despite a court order appealing the ruling in 2017 found it was unlawful. According to Luke Tyrell, Director of Corporate Strategy in, of Olstead said that he said that also El Hirajad, I'm going to say El Harumph. Anyway, uh, school was enforcing a very strict gender segregation, which included denying the girls to have their lunch until the boys have had theirs. That makes logistically no sense but we're talking about a religion that basically says you don't have a penis you're not worth as much your value as a human being is way less than those who have a penis
2: welcome to the muslim
0: world Exactly. We've had some very discriminating texts, for instance, encouraging violence against women, he said. Now, the school was also ordered to desegregate almost two years ago, but it appears it have made no meaningful changes. Also, officials feel let down by the interaction by the country's Department of Education guidelines state for the education providers mustn't separate pupils along gender lines, race, or religion. However, followers of Allah may ignore this with someone akin to impunity. So, because of my religion, I get to have a meal first, but because you're not the same religion or the same gender as I am, I get special treatment because reasons. This is bullshit. This is utter, absolute bullshit.
2: Uh, It's just that the the Muslim religion and how men treat the women is just disgusting. It's beyond disgusting.
0: It is. You know, and the thing is, this is not just a Muslim issue. There is religious doctrine in Christianity that is very similar to this.
2: Right. No, I I understand that. But what I'm talking about is the muslim culture how they treat women as shit yes they do and then when they come here they do the same thing because there's a big muslim community by where i live Mm-hmm. And I see it all the time. You know, they're they're walking around. Some of the women actually ha- are, are their head is totally covered. and All you see is that they've got a little slit for their eyes. Yeah, just like you see in the Muslim countries. Yeah, they're not allowed to show their face. Right. I've been in the Wisconsin
0: Dells in the summertime. I haven't been there in a while, but when I was down there, I was at one of the uh, big water parks down there. And one thing is about working in the Dells, because I did work down there, because I, worked, I lived not far from there at one time, is that you get to meet people from all over the goddamn world. It's just like Wisconsin Dells is is a major attraction from just the world in general. I'm going to read this one part from the page here. And tell me if this does not sound exactly like uh, that one senator from Virginia that we were just speaking about earlier. Now, in one of the schools monitored by Olf said, the entire lesson plan was constructed around Islam tenants, according to Britain's National Secular Society. Pupils told inspectors they believed it would be wrong to learn about other religions. Inspectors noticed that pupils were making good progress in memorizing the Quran, but that errors of spelling, punctuation, and grammar were left uncorrected by teachers. At the El Mazan School, teachers accepted that their information about the pupils' progress in English, mathematics, and science is inaccurate, but in contrast, also found that a rigorous system in place to track pupils' progress, homework, and fluency in memorizing the Quran At an East London Islamic school, a pupil explained to inspectors that he would go to hell if he participated in music or dance. Does this not sound very similar to what we just got done talking about, that Virginia lawmaker uh, Carrillo, Carrico, or whatever, Calico. I don't know, <laughs> Yes, he basically he's saying you have to learn the Bible in school. These right. people are learning the Quran in school, and they're basically said, "Hey, you have to learn the Quran," and he doesn't understand the difference that he is pushing along the same mindset that they are. If there was any place in this country, for example, at a public school, I don't know if this is a private school, to be honest, but it sounds like it, but their religious systems in England are a little different from ours. But mm-hmm. if we had a school like that here, do you think that anybody would be saying, hey, that uh, the Christian religion's not being taught and things like that, and it's just the, the Quran is being taught to our children, do you think that they would not have a shit fit and, and go all ballistic?
2: Oh, of course oh. they would. Of course they
1: would. <laughs> exactly why all religions especially the abrahamic one need to be fought because this is just disgusting
0: yes i completely agree this is so much garbage it really is i mean you shouldn't say hey boys get better treatment because the fact is penis you know that's basically what it boils down to if you have a penis you get all the rights if you have a vagina you get none of the rights you know the funny thing here is and i'm gonna say this is that because biologically we were all women everybody that's been alive we were all female at one time in the womb before our genome said hey you're going to be a male or you're going to be a female we all start out as female that's why we have nipples all right a missionary john chow's father blames extreme christianity on his son's death and he should because extreme christianity is what got him killed he had it in his mind that he had to go to save people from the devil or Whatever, the place that he went to was known by a lot of these religious places as one of the last few places who have never been touched by Christianity. They don't know the word of God, they don't know the love of God. So we got to save them from themselves. And you know what? It's goddamn fucking garbage. Mm-hmm. While the evangelical organization trained John Allen Chow for his fatal mission trip to North Sentinel Island, considered him a martyr for his faith. No. He was an idiot for his faith. He wasn't a martyr. He was an idiot. He could be sitting back home, drinking a beer right now if he wanted to, watching the football game or the basketball game or boinking his girlfriend or driving down the street doing anything. It doesn't matter. But instead, he thought he had to go and preach the word of imaginary Sky Wizard to people who don't give a shit. Talk
2: about a complete waste of time.
0: Exactly. Chow's own father had some harsh words about the Christian group his son got involved with, according to J. J. Oliver Conroy in The Guardian. Dr. Patrick Chow is also a devout Christian, but like his son, he's a graduate of Oral Roberts University, but he blames extreme religion for pushing his son into a death trap. He gets it, but he doesn't get it. He came from Oral Roberts University, but he didn't seem to understand that when you go into those uh, religions and you start preaching that shit your children and you start say hey you have to do this you have to do this because religion because of religion go out and teach everybody religion and then his son dies because of extreme christianity You know, I gotta say, I don't have any compassion for him either, seriously. Because the fact is, he chose to push his child to learn the same kind of religious garbage that he did. He also came from the Oral Roberts School of Garbage. So, I think he has nothing to say about this. I think he absolutely has no right to complain that extreme Christianity caused his son's death when he was the one responsible for getting Hibb's mind set into that goddamn garbage to begin with yeah I, I agree with you on that he goes on and said i th- the article here says that i thought dr chow might want to defend evangelical doctors against the unsympathetic media coverage sparked by his son's death in an email however he called religion the opium of the masses which is what you said there tony
1: oh yes religion's always been for people who are just afraid of death yeah i mean I'm afraid of death myself, but I'm not going to let that force me into any kind of belief system. Right, exactly.
0: It says here, If you have anything positive to say about religion, he told me, I wish not to see or hear it, he said. His son's zeal was a long-standing point of contention that they'd agreed not to talk about John's missionary work. John is gone because of Western ideology overpowered my convocation influence. He said, he blames evangelicals, extreme Christianity, for pushing his child to not expect to a unexpected end. And he preferred with particular bitterness to the Great Commission. Jesus' injunction that Christians spread the gospel to all peoples, which is basically what I just said there, that the religious element in Christianity is to push your religion on as many people as you possibly can. Oh, you don't believe in God? Well, let me tell you all about it. Right. You're sitting yeah. in your home. You got five minutes to talk about Jesus? Fuck off! <laughs> that's where you grab the shotgun. And go. Yeah, I got five minutes. Uh,
2: yeah, uh, that's why I didn't just hear me go.
0: Yeah, that's where I got that from. Or if it's wintertime, I'll be right back. Go to bucket and whoosh, splash him. <laughs> No, I wouldn't do that either. Or, or, or go
2: get your big German Shepherd dog.
0: Yeah, you know, either one. Or say, "Hey, or, or, as my ex-wife did. Yeah, I'm just getting ready to sacrifice the goat. Do you want to come in and help? We're about to, we're about to sacrifice the bale. So, do you want to come in and you want to you want to pray with us? Uh, <laughs> pray to bale." <laughs> Wow, me I, because of the community I live in. It's it, there's a sign on right on our sign. It, it says no solicitation. I've had this multiple times. Say you people are trespassing. You need to leave. And mm-hmm. the last time, back in either January or sometime this last year, some of these religious nuts come to my door. I said, you're trespassing. And it says no solicitation. And they say, well, we're not soliciting. He's like, yes, you are. You're so- you're selling your religion. You're going door to door trying to sell your religion. This is private property. You are now considered to be trespassing because you're not here for any other reason other than to push your religion. So you need to leave or I will call the police. And slowly. <laughs> I did
2: say probably last year too.
0: Yeah slowly, they got, they and there was four of them that were the, in the area, apparently. They were knocking on other mm-hmm. people's doors, and they got in their car. Were they, Je- were they
2: Jehovah Witnesses? Yes.
0: Or? Yeah, they were Jehovah's Witnesses.
2: Yeah, that, that's what these people were. And they rang my doorbell, and I went out on the balcony. I said, uh, can I help you? And you know, they tried to use their religion on me, and I'm like, uh, you're trespassing. There's no soliciting here, right? And they left.
0: Yeah, and since they were in the in this in the place where I live, they were basically trespassing. Right. Unless you are here to see somebody specific, mm-hmm. or you have business in the park here, then right. you have do you have no reason to be here? You are you are ve- effectively trespassing at that point. And as soon as I said you need to leave, or I'm going to call the police, they all got in their car slowly because the other ones were further down. And they the ladies that were there they probably uh, told them, say, hey, you know, they're going to call the cops. We, sh- we got to get out of here. And I stood at the door, even though it was a little chilly outside, I stood at the door watching them until they all got in the car and they left. And I watched them make sure that they drove out of the park because mm-hmm. this is one of those times where – it was, uh, I'm, I'm kind of glad that we only had one, we only have one entrance. So getting in and out is you, if you're going to come in the same way, you know, you're going out the same way. Right. And now it's uh time for a truer troll. Tony's been looking up some stories and he's going to see if he can troll us or see if it's a true story. So Tony, what's our first truer troll headline for this evening?
1: Well, there wasn't a lot of good ones this week, so. I'll be surprised if you guys don't get all of them. Vaccinating against chickenpox often causes shingles even in children. I'd say that's a troll. I think they would account for that shit. Yeah,
2: I would have to agree with
0: that.
1: I agree with Packard. Yeah, it's a troll. It's false. Yeah, more of that anti-vaxxer crap is what it is. Right. Alrighty, story number two. Austria, uh, white girls wearing headscarves to prevent harassment from Muslim migrants. (laughs) That also sounds to me like a troll. It doesn't
0: matter if they're wearing the, the hijab or the whole scarves and everything they still get harassed
1: so that's just garbage right
2: say that's a troll
1: i'd say that's a troll also yep troll all right note to lottery winners don't tell roommate you won 10 million dollars uh
0: actually i think that one's a true especially if it's somebody that's uh you haven't cashed in you just like got something that's not your family i would say definitely don't tell your roommate you know that hey i just won 10 million dollars because you might end up in a ditch somewhere (laughs) i'm not saying that's gonna happen i'm just saying i think you might end up in a ditch somewhere
2: (laughs) actually you don't tell anybody
0: yeah don't tell anybody just go oh yeah or yeah i kind of agree with matt don't tell anybody just go down get your winnings and then then disappear
2: like a fart in the wind (laughs) right exactly
0: (laughs) (laughs) what happened what happened to packard i last i heard he's in the Bahamas. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. or, or,
2: or or move to a cabin in the woods somewhere like Phil roberts
0: <laughs> Oh God, no! Oh fuck, no!
1: <laughs> yeah, this this is true. And if I can go probably further into the story, these these uh uh the the roommate had stolen the wedding lottery ticket while he was asleep.
0: Yep. See. Exactly. See. Oh God. <laughs> I won ten million dollars. No, you didn't, because I just stole your ticket.
1: <laughs> okay, uh, story number four. Kentucky police escort fresh donuts after Krispy Kreme truck fire. They, what? They, they escorted them? They took them, is pretty much. Oh, uh, they took them? Yeah.
0: yeah. I think that's a troll, because cops are not allowed to do that kind of stuff. I mean, they, they even they have to follow certain rules. You don't get you don't get stuff. You're not supposed to get stuff for free. They often do sometimes, but they're not supposed to, and and that would just be icing on the cake of saying of, of the exact of the thing you shouldn't be doing. So I
2: I call this a troll. Yeah, I, w- I would agree. I I would say it's a troll. It is true.
0: Seriously? Oh my god! Really. yes oh my
2: god (laughs) well when i used to work at burger king the chicago it was in chicago so the chicago police would always come by everything they got was free
0: you know that that doesn't surprise me i used to work uh for a security company and we had to watch the burger king and the burger king would give them free food well i took way too much advantage of that (laughs) 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 so well you're limited to just this i'm like Oh, right, so I, I nah, guess they,
2: they come in and order whatever they wanted. You know, they come through the drive through. Eighth uh, District Police. You know?
0: Yeah. So it was just, <laughs> I'd be ordering fr- I'd be ordering a burger. I'd be ordering uh things there, nuggets or whatever. You know, and and this and this and go back for about an hour later. Can I have another burger? You know, and it's like he's eating up everything that you paying us for. <laughs> See what
2: you started, Packard. <laughs> See what you did?
0: <laughs> hey, it's not the first time. This is not the first time I have I have influenced policies. So <laughs> no, it's,
2: just, it, it's a seafood needed diet. Seafood you eat it. Exactly. It's a seafood
0: diet. I'm sorry, right. Tony, go ahead. <laughs> your, your last, is that the last one or the... Or the fourth one? Yes, yeah, last last one. Okay.
1: No, last one. Okay. Uh, the last one is death row inmate demands to be served a live a live cat for his last meal.
0: Oh my God! I've heard of stories where inmates have ordered like on death row they have ordered like a shit ton of food or something like <laughs> that, and then like and they toss the taxpayers a lot of money, and they get all this food there, and a the guy takes like two bites of everything, says, "Okay, I'm done," and th- all this food goes to waste. So. This tells me. I mean, based on that, I think he. This might be a true story. This guy is actually said, "I want to eat a cat." I think they would probably say, "Go fuck yourself! You're not going to kill a cat for you." This isn't goddamn some third world country.
2: Right? You're kitty, 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 kitty. You're kitty.
0: kitty. <laughs> So you <laughs> do you think the story is a fake or do you think it's true or I think it's fake. I kind of think it's true. We're gonna to have to go differing opinion on this. I think he he may have said I want to eat a cat. I don't think they're going to even honor it. Even if it's true, I don't think they're going to honor it at all. And there's no reason why they should. False. It's false. See, oh, well, but That's I was. False. It's false. Matt got it right. I still stand by the fact that they still wouldn't even honor it. They shouldn't even honor it. No, they wouldn't.
2: Oh, great. Now, after listening to that story, I have to go look for my cat, make sure she's. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So, anyway. All righty. That's it for us then. And if you'd like to make a donation to the show, go to uh, patreon.com slash packet at, or go to paypal.me slash packet at. And I'd like to thank Tony and. Matt for being here and uh, at this late hour and recording with me and if you like the show, please leave a five-star rating uh, on iTunes and Stitcher. And uh, if you're watching the show on YouTube, hit the subscribe button and ring the bell so you can get notifications. And that'll be it for us. Have a good night. I live in Wisconsin, and like most people here, we have to drive in winter every year. Most people have one set of wheels that either pushes or literally pulls their vehicle along. There are many people that have four-wheel drive and feel when it comes to winter driving, they are gods of the road because of this advantage. Like the god or gods that most people believe in, the feeling of superiority ultimately ends up being a failure of reasoning when it comes to religion and the belief in a god when you are sliding off the road and about to end up in a ditch or worse No amount of praying to that god or gods is going to help them. They still end up in the ditch regardless of what they believe or to whom they worship and pray. When it comes to winter and sliding into the ditch, you can pray that your god is going to reach out with a hand or something to pull you back or to stop you in midair to prevent you from going in, yet to this day still has not happened to anyone. If it had happened, it would be all over the news. As to anyone who claims it has happened is lying to themselves or is just selling false hope, and Lies.